when you hear the word seriously, what is the first set of emotions that come over you when I when you hear the word seriously? When I hear the word seriously, I for some reason I think of a room in a very high building with glass windows overlooking a beautiful view with men in suits at uh, attending a meeting and everybody in that meeting is stressed out everyone in that meeting has a sense of nervousness in the air in their gut seriously biting their nails that the fate of their happiness depends on that meeting seriously this is a serious meeting when you hear the word serious seriously what feelings come over you for some reason that word brings me emotions that are not not comforting at all and so what my thought for today is that i'm not going to be taking life so seriously i'm not going to take life so seriously it doesn't mean that i'm not going to care it means that i'm not going to take the emotions that the word sincerely sincerely oh my god that was weird sincerely that's a new word that i that i'm making for my vocabulary sincerely sincerely so i'm going to take life instead of too instead of too serious i'm going to take life too serious i'm going to take life seriously maybe i should take life sincerely 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 let's look up the definition to sincere sincere sincerely a genuine way and the word genuine means truly what something is said to be authentic so if we were to take life in a sincere way instead of instead of a serious way how would we feel wow hmm even changing the word so are you taking life too seriously oh very nervous or are you taking life sincerely are you being authentic with yourself are you being are you viewing the world in an authentic way well life are you viewing life in a sincere authentic way and to ask yourself that i guess we should oh me too let's all ask ourselves are we realizing that we're not here forever are we being honest with the fact that we don't have forever here hmm are we being sincere with life or are we taking it too seriously and when i say are we taking too seriously are we feeling nervous are we feeling rushed 
Are we feeling confused? Are we feeling unhappy? Are we feeling lost? Are we feeling like we don't have a purpose, like we're not enjoying? Life should be looked at as an amusement park because it's an experience. Life is just one big, long, hopefully long experience. And so if we take life sincerely, then maybe our experience will be totally different. Someone who's taking that meeting, if say they're going to a business meeting, someone who's looking at it in a sincere way might walk into that meeting and, and win over whatever the subject is, win the people over on a certain subject, really get good results because they went in with an open heart sincerely. The people going in as nervous wrecks taking it seriously are the people that are probably gonna stumble over their words, they're gonna be the ones that don't have a clear mind or disorganized and not well. You need your mind in order to be well. Your mind is your reality. So in life, are we taking it too seriously? Are we living? Are we too worried about our nickels and dimes and we're not going and expecting, you know, I'm not gonna go bowling tonight because, you know, it costs too much money. And I'm really looking to, you know, save my money for such and such. Along the way to get to your goals, you have to be enjoying and taking life sincerely, not too seriously. Because time is going to pass. And if you didn't enjoy the moments up to your uh, goal, what was really the point of it? Because I could promise you that when you get to that goal, something isn't going to feel hole inside of you if you're constantly always looking at the at the end result and not enjoying the way through to the result we have to put our priorities in check and really think about what makes us happy if we're taking life too seriously are we really happy i mean where i'm sitting right now in this mindset i don't give a shit about anything right now I, I don't know why, but I said to myself, I am not today, I said, I'm not taking life seriously. I'm going to take life sincerely. So in that case, when I'm taking it too seriously, I'm running around in a defense with my guards up, kind of pushing away the things that scare me because, oh, seriously, uh-huh. But if I, even just the words we use, I'm going to take life sincerely. I can actually feel like an energy of a hug, like things coming in towards me. It, I could actually feel an energy just saying those words of being filled with some kind of energy going into me. I'm not going to take life so seriously. I'm going to take life sincerely. Wow. Sincerely. Truly what something is said to be authentic. That's genuine and sincere is genuine. Let's see again. Sincere. Sincere. It's amazing. Sincere.
if we could just repeat that in our minds. Sincere, free from pre pretense or deceit, proceeding from genuine feelings. That's what sincere is. Sometimes it's good to look up the words that you're saying so you could really understand the energies that they're giving off, you know, into the, into your magnetic field and in, and in your mind and what you're hearing. I take life sincere, free from pretense or deceit, proceeding from genuine feelings. Let's look up seriously. Look, the clock says 1111. That's like, they say that's, they say that's a good thing. Serious. Demand careful consideration or application. Thoughtful in character or manner. Careful or profound. See, careful means there's fear. Oh, let me be careful. That's the way I take it. Acting or speaking, ah, look at this. Acting or speaking sincerely in an earnest rather than in a joking or half-hearted manners. Okay, so we can use seriously. Oh, ready? No, no, no. Definition three. Significant or worrying because of possible danger or risk. Okay? Very interesting. So I guess when you've heard people say, I take life seriously, I guess it could be mean like you, you feel great feelings about life. You can have it that way too. But why use that word serious if it could also mean significant or worrying because of possible danger or risk? I'd rather use the word sincere. I take life sincerely. I take life sincere. I don't even give a shit if it's not correct English. It feels good to say. I am sincere about life. I like when I say, I take life sincere. I get this flow of energy that goes through my body that feels so calming. And like I'm absorbing great energy. The truth is, is that all the things we worry about, it's basically like clouds in the sky that pass. Because whatever you were worried about two, two years ago on July 13th, do you even remember what that is? Most of you probably don't. And some of you who do may be still worried about that same thing. Look how much time you've wasted worrying about something. Let it go. The world will work for you if you work for the happiness of self, if you work for love of self, love of life. Take life sincere, not serious. I take life sincere. Ah, I take life sincere. I take life sincerely. All this mumbo jumbo, all of the stuff we 
that makes us take life seriously, that makes us worry, is all the little pieces of life that we try to control, but we don't have control. When a storm comes, people drive away from it. If a tornado is coming, people usually drive a different direction to where the tornado is going to be hitting or the hurricane. They don't sit under it and say, no, you can't do this and you can't do that and this needs to change and you better not, there better not be a hurricane. No, you move according to the storms of the weather. There is nothing you can do about it and you've accepted the fact that you can't control weather. So why not accept the things outside of you? You can respond to circumstances any way you choose. You can choose it. It doesn't matter how much you love the person. It doesn't matter how much you know the person, place or thing. If you have that muscle, if you're working out the muscle of, of peace, and, and, and you really put your foot down and say, I want to be happy. I want to be peaceful. If you are dedicated to that, you can do anything. You can control your emotions. You don't have to control the things outside of you. You start to accept everything. This one gets to do what they want. That one gets to do what this what they want. This, that, whatever. And if it doesn't work for me, it doesn't work for me. So what? Something else will. And you get to the point where it's not even like it doesn't work out or it does work out. It just isn't really part of your happiness or peace. It's just something that happened and and we have to accept the things that happen outside of us because I don't take life seriously I take life sincerely and I accept the things that I can't change and I accept that I have control over absolutely nothing but myself to a certain extent there's some stuff about me that I don't, I'm not going to have control over. If I trip over a rock, God forbid, later, I didn't really have control over that situation. But now I have control of what I do after I fall. I stand back up. Maybe my shin hurts, but I say, eh, whatever. I'm going to ignore that and just keep walking. Keep walking. And, and then start thinking of other things, paying attention. Ah, no, I'm not going to give that attention. And sooner or later, you see the bruise on your leg, but you don't even remember how you got it because you chose not to focus on that fall. You chose to focus on what happened after that fall. That's what you did. <laughs> because you chose to. When I bash my toe in or bash my, my leg or smash into something, I literally, and I'm just, this is like a literal thing, but this obviously you can use this as a metaphor towards other parts of your life, but I don't give it attention. It hurts bad. I won't say anything. I usually don't make any noise. I just go, I just keep going. I don't allow myself to think 
about the things that hurt. I don't do it because it's not important. I let it pass through and I move on. Pass through and move on. That was just, you bash your toe in, you keep walking. That's the past. That happened 30 seconds ago. You know? And the more we keep doing that, the better we're going to get at it. The better we're going to get at it when we just keep going through the pain, through the disappointment, through the crap of the past. Just keep going. Whatever we don't give energy to, like meaning, energy, thought to, whatever we don't give thought to doesn't exist. So I'm not going to give thought about the guy who cut me off last Friday. I'm not going to think about that. Right, Two seconds after it's done happening, I'm not thinking about that. I don't let people piss me off. That's another thing. Recently... I just went outside to my car and I noticed a big bash on the bottom of my car. And at first I was about to get pissed off and I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? I was about to get annoyed. And then I go, it, whatever. So what? It could be fixed. You're, you'll fix it. You know, talking positive, you'll fix it. It's already happened. You don't know how it happened. And I literally let it go. I'm actually really good at that. I, I have to say... I was not good at it at all. I've just learned recently to just stop. Um, I'd say within the last year or two, maybe more now, since I started praying and stuff. I'm not perfect at, at all. I mean, not even close. But um, I'm just noticing the changes. That's the point, to see our progress as we go along. So I have... I had an, uh, I was in an abusive relationship when I was younger, which would be considered in society my first love, which is a crock of bullshit, my first fucking abuser. And uh, this relationship went on and off. Basically, we, I think we got back together one, we broke up for like three years, got back together for six months. It was a total fucking disaster. And, um, but then we kept in touch throughout the years. We stayed friends. And when I say friends, Yes, we were hooking up, stuff like that. Acting like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, we were together, but uh, there was no shred of a chance that I was going to ever be with him again because there's no trust or security in someone who's abused you. There just isn't. Or somebody who has mood swings like that person has and drug addictions. I'm not interested. Um, so, uh, whatever. So now off and on, whatever, but I'm growing spiritually. I'm trying to, I think there's a lot of reasons why I went back always and forgave and it's good to forgive, but it's good to forgive and not speak so too ever again, you know, but I think I was going back to get the, the, the praise that I wanted and the acceptance and the acknowledgement that this person never gave me. And looking at that now, that's ridiculous. We don't need that from anybody. But I did that. And I know it, those are for the reasons. And I know that in somewhere inside, I'd laugh like, ha-ha, you wish you could have me again. And you're never going to. But in the process of this, there was a lot of pain. I was going through my emotions of anxiety with him, going through the emotions of the unknown, going through the emotions of attachment, going through codependency. But I was feeling all these feelings through and facing them head on healing and I'm healing through this process. So I cannot say 
for me, this shouldn't be for everybody. Everybody's situation is unique and some people is are, you know, I was in danger at times. You can't, you, you know, but thank God I'm not in that. But through the process, I got really some unbelievable things happened for me. And I completely got over this individual just by seeing that with massive amounts of years that have went by that their their behaviors still didn't change, but I was evolving. I was changing and becoming a new version, a better version and improving. And so constantly seeing, getting reminded that you haven't and you're not where I am it just helped me. And then soon after we did become friends um, and he had a girl around me. So I had to accept that. Like I was facing all the things that I didn't want to see. Did he still want to be with me? Absolutely. He's probably just trying to get me jealous with her anyways, what everybody else said. And that's ridiculous. Okay. And I don't really even care to think about it. So now, so now, him, him and the girl, they end up breaking up because he can't, you know, obviously hold anything together because he cannot hold himself together. And that's why we have to learn self-love, self-respect, and all the million other things there is to learn. So, okay, so now um, I, end, I go to Florida for, I tried to, I, well, I didn't try. I pretty much moved to Florida, picked up one day. I quit my job two weeks before, got packed up my stuff and drove away to Florida. And in my process of being there, that was another learning experience because now I was in an unfamiliar place, no friends. My family was there, but we weren't all living together at the time. My mom, my sister, whatever. So now I'm there. I'm very, I'm getting lonely. I'm getting scared. I'm scared. I go into a job and the people at the job are abusing me emotionally don't worry. I ended up telling her to have a very good life for herself and quit because I don't need to be anywhere that I'm disrespected or abused. So now this, my abuser from the past, he's in Florida suddenly. How ironic. And he's like, oh, you know, we were on speaking terms at this point after the millionth fucking wrong thing that he's done to me or the millionth wrong thing that I've done to myself by allowing this situation to repeat itself and show itself in more millions of ways, more ways than one. And so um, he's in Florida and he says, oh, I'll come visit, whatever. And I know he's on the way. And I'm thinking to myself, I was having, at that moment, I was having so much fun. I was um, meditating, doing yoga. I was taking pictures. I was having a good time. I'm like, why are you having this person here? You know, there's going to be a blowout. Like, yeah, like, and, and, you know, I just knew and I really wasn't even into it, but I'm like, you know what, maybe it's good for you to have a little familiarity around you. And, you know, I knew it was a joke. Now, when this person was around in his upswing of, of being a, a uh, mentally stable person, he was great to be around. But when he'd have his crashes in mental strength and turn into a demon, things were bad. So in the process of him there and everything was fine, there's a pool out in the back and I was topless drinking some wine, dancing, listening to music, having a good time. And he took a shot of me standing with the glass with my hat on my topless and took that picture. 
whatever, I don't give a shit. I, I really don't care about being naked. It doesn't embarrass me at all. I don't care. Now, of course, within a few days, there's a blowout. He has a mental breakdown. I guess I wasn't staring at him when we were out at some dance dance party. I should have just pretended he was the only human being that existed in the place. I don't know, but he had a breakdown, being a very nasty, dangerous person again. So thank God, I don't know how, but I think because I didn't respond to it, I didn't start screaming and yelling and crying. I stayed calm. I was actually nice, but we knew, and I, he knew that you got to go, dude. Please go. So he goes, whatever. Now months go by. Months go by, and uh, and now I get a voicemail on my phone. April, May, June, July, August. Maybe it was in July. Three months go by, I get a voicemail on my phone. A long speech about him and his girlfriend got back together. And blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> a bunch of bullshit that had nothing to do with me. And basically that I'm a bad person and me and him should never speak again. Wow. It was strange. I seen the pain this human was in for leaving this voicemail on my phone because I'm confused. I haven't talked to you in over 90 days. Yeah. And you're calling my phone to tell me um, about how bad of a person I am and we should never speak again, but I have not tried to contact you. It's a little mind-boggling. Felt bad for him. I don't respond. Now, if this was me beforehand, I would have went back and forth. And said, I don't respond. I don't respond. I don't get bent out of shape. I let it go. A few days later, suddenly, <laughs> people on Instagram that are my friends, or people I don't even know also on my Instagram, are messaging me and showing me this picture that somebody from a private or whatever a fake account is sending them. And that's the picture of me topless. Sending it to my followers, okay? Now, I looked at this, and I have a boyfriend. And he's very open-minded and he's very kind and understanding. And we were new. I mean, we've only started dating now that I think about this. We were friends for over a year and then we started dating. And we were only a month into the relationship. And so now this is coming up with an ex from 100 years ago that he knew. He knows everything, so it didn't matter. But uh, so I didn't get upset about what the devil, I like to call him the devil, the abuser. I didn't get upset about, I know it was him and his girlfriend or just his girlfriend uh, because he does, he's not good with technology. So, but it doesn't matter because she's an extension of him and he should have deleted that picture if he never wants to speak to me again, whatever the case may be, they're one person to me. So it doesn't really matter who did it. So now uh, that picture is going around Instagram. Hmm. So I tell my boyfriend, and he's keeping himself quiet. He's not really saying anything. And he's like, well, you know, you need to figure it out. You know, that's between you and him and blah, blah, blah. So in my head, now, of course, my boyfriend's probably having thoughts. We're new. He doesn't know what the hell's really going on. He knows this person's been in my life for 100 years. And he's probably like, you know, what? 
So there's the demons coming in the head for everybody. Now, I'm not really upset about what these two idiots did. These two, these two very low vibration, uh, spiritually lost people have done. I was more upset of, at my boyfriend's response to this because I, I didn't want him to be mad at something that I didn't do. I didn't post these pictures of myself. You know, he already knows the relationship that I had with that, with the abuser. He knows about it all. So it wasn't like he just found out that, you know, he knew everything. You know, he came to Florida, everything, because we were friends. <clears throat> so, so I shared every, I shared things with him. So now I didn't like his response, but I didn't get uh, uh, upset about what these two people did. And I didn't respond to it. I didn't write that page. I didn't go crazy. So now I get a text message from a fake number and they send me the picture of me topless and screenshot it to show me that it was posted on Instagram. And I wrote back and I said, I played I played a good role, I said. Not role, I, I responded great. I said, nobody cares about that picture. My mother loves it. They think I look beautiful. My boyfriend loves it. I love it. I said, this could be breast aware, breast feeding awareness month. And I said, I know exactly who did it. And it's amazing how obsessed he is with me and in love he is with me. And I knew that if it was the girlfriend, she wouldn't want me to have the impression that her man is in love and obsessed with me. So guess what? It all stopped. Okay. I blocked the number two because I wasn't going to hear anything. And uh, it all stopped. And so sometimes we have to outsmart people and we have to not get angry and use our minds and say to ourselves, why the, why I took the picture. So if I took it, why would I get mad that it's all over the place? It, you know, and especially with somebody who's dangerous. If you didn't want it, you shouldn't have allowed someone dangerous to take that picture. Someone unstable. Someone lost, someone who needs my prayers, which I prayed for him for the first time yesterday. And her. I prayed for both of them yesterday, last night. And I prayed for them both this morning at sunrise. So go me. I don't have any anger towards them. I feel very bad for them. Those are people we have to pray for because they're in danger. If they're dangerous, they're, da they're, they're, they're in danger. There's no place that a, a angry, hurt person won't take themselves. So they're in danger. Um, and I never responded and life has went on. And, uh, and, I, and now I actually see this person in all the dance places that I go to. He pops up everywhere. He will not look me in the face, nor will he look my partner in his face. Because what we say, we have to live with. And what we do, we have to live with. Unless we are willing to apologize, which please, I do not want an apology. I have apologized to myself because I have part in that. I have all the part in it. I didn't have to allow this person back into my atmosphere. Tina, I'm sorry to you, Tina. You can't, you have to accept people for who they are. And they've showed you time and time again where they are spiritually and consciously. Their minds are not where yours is. I wouldn't dream of doing something like that to somebody. 
dream. Let's just say that, because I have a nude picture of him too, okay? I could have went back and put that all over the place. Absolutely not. What does that make me look like? It would make me see myself as someone a little unstable and dangerous and in danger. <laughs> oh, God, I love you. So uh, the point is, is that we get to respond the way that we want to respond. Um, it ended up putting a little bit of darkness on me and my boyfriend because we were new in the relationship, getting to know each other on this intimate level. And here we have a chaotic person reveling up our land. But with time and with our relationship and us bonding closer together and learning trust, love, uh, and not allowing our imperfections, our weaknesses, and our sins, sin to me is just removing yourself out of love, peace, and happiness. The more we work on strengthening those things, the more when shit like this happens, we'll be able to confide in each other and lean on each other and support each other. But we were not in any way, shape, or form prepared for that. We didn't have a foundation. So no wonder why. And that's probably what the the two, uh, the little clan, those two, uh, were probably trying to do. They're probably trying to cause a problem between me and him too. Um, and that's fine, you know, because it's fine because we decided and I decided to take care of things differently. I could have went to the police and put energy into going to the police and it's, it's, it's uh, revenge porn and I'm not even interested. All right. Sometimes people want you to, to get, they, when, when a dangerous person, Okay, and what I mean, and I already said, a dangerous person is somebody in anger and in pain. They're dangerous to others and they're dangerous to themselves. So what, what was I going to do? Put more wood in the fire with dangerous people? And they want me to become dangerous with them. And so that ain't going to work for me. I'm not going to play this game because now I'm out of, now I'm sinning. I'm out of love, peace, and happiness, you know? Now, if this was a few years ago, there would have been some danger because I was angry and in pain. And everybody, there would have been some danger. But we're not doing that because it's a waste of my fucking time, a waste of my energy. It's me taking life too seriously, not sincerely. You know, um, people can say whatever they want about me. They can jump up and down. They can curse at my name, call me this, that. That's perfectly fine. I know who I am. That naked pe picture, people could call me a whore, a nudist, or whatever the fuck they want to say. I don't care. I know who I am. You know, and uh, a lot of the time, people who can't stand you wish they could have traits that you have. You know, we don't notice. We don't notice the things that, that aren't inspiring to us. We don't notice the things that don't shake us in some way. We don't notice those things. So if somebody's an asshole to you and you've been nice, there's something about you that's inspiring, you know? Um, and the things that rattle you that are bad about a person, we cannot give it energy. We can't. We have to try to just deal with it from an observational point of view with no emotion and say, nah, you know what? Ugh, this poor person, look at what turmoil they must be in to try to take somebody that they haven't heard from in months that has, hasn't done anything to them 
uh, hasn't even said a word to them. Look what they're trying to do. And they want you to get dangerous like them. And they want you to feel anger and pain. And you get to choose. And I chose. I said, no. You know, no, I'm, I'm not interested. You know, but yeah, you got to outsmart people calmly. Don't get aggravated. Don't get aggravated. You know, there was, uh, and then I saw a, a family member of his uh, in the store. She's another one who didn't treat me well. And for some sick, strange reason in her head, because of how many times I just swept it under the carpet, let these people treat me badly and kept giving them my love, I guess she thought that I haven't changed. I have more self-respect for myself. I saw her in the store. She taps me with her foot into my leg and, and says, hi. And I turned and I looked at her and I went, hi? hi very confused and that was it i didn't get nasty i didn't get mean i didn't ask questions i pretended as if i'd never known her before and i will not share that story i haven't really shared it with anyone i think i just told my my friend my one friend but none of them are linked to him there's no gossip movements no nothing i'm sure that she called 4,576 people, if she knows that many, and told them she cursed me up, down, and sideways, and I was crying in the aisle. I can only imagine the beautiful play she created. And that's fine. You can say what, you could say anything. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> because I don't take the bullshit seriously i don't take life seriously i take life sincerely so anyway i hope this story entertained you because these are true you don't even know the stories that i have okay i'm gonna tell more i'm gonna get personal and tell more stories because these are the stories so what they're great i mean they're great these are books these are books that people have to use their imaginations to write I don't have to use my imagination. I get to tell these stories through experience. And so I should be happy for that. Yeah, okay. It's, you know, it could suck if I want to look at it that way. But you know what? I dealt with it in a way that I feel proud of. And oh well. Life goes on. And what did I gather from that? What did I gather from that situation? I gathered the fact that I don't give a shit anymore. That I'm finally in a place where my abuser has no hold on me. Where I'm in a place where I don't have to explain myself. Where I'm in a place that my actions, a lot of the actions that I do, don't, I don't feel bad about. Like taking that picture topless. I don't give a shit. I love that picture. It's great. It was a great moment in time. You know, great moment with, with somebody who I will never have a moment with again. You know, and, and that's wonderful. Endings are great because new beginnings and the new you comes in, uh, growth in you. The bad brings the good. And it doesn't even have to be bad. We, it's just the way we look at it. The, the, the dangerous actions of the angered and painful people, the pained, okay. The dangerous actions or the, hmm. The actions of the angered 
and pained people can bring the peaceful, the person dedicated to peace and happiness, it can bring them growth and great things. So they, the people that are angered and in pain, when they try to strike me with, with their pain and anger, if I'm dedicated to peace and happiness, they can only make me grow because I'm gonna look within and find more strength to deal with their, to not fall into that pain and anger emotion. And I'm gonna find more strength in me and learn more about me and, and learn more about my strengths, even learn about my weaknesses and grow. Why not? So don't, please, when you fuck with me, you're doing me a favor, everybody, because I'm, I'm just gonna grow from it. I'm just gonna grow from it, you know? And like I said, I prayed for those two people yesterday and this morning, and I'm gonna keep doing it because I realized that God is what matters to me, which is love, peace, and happiness, or the frequencies of love, peace, and happiness, or the energies, however you wanna look at it. That's what matters the most to me. And there are people wasting their minutes going through this life out of that. And to me, that's scary and sad. And we all do. Of course, I do as well. But my core is becoming love, peace, and happiness. And so I jump right back into it. A lot of people's core is anger and pain. So they don't often feel these emotions of love, peace, and happiness. And that's really sad. A sad existence that's taking life too seriously. And we want to take life sincerely. And so I, I have enough love to give inside of my heart to pray for them. Absolutely. I, I really do. Because I have love for me and life. And I feel bad for those people. You know, my day right now, you hear the birds chirping? Do you think the birds are chirping in their life right now? I hope with my prayers I can help their life become brighter and better and i hope for them to hear the birds chirp i really do i hope for them to see this because we all get it's all here for us to see we all can see the same thing we just choose what we want to see we choose what we want to give our energies to and i hope that you choose to take life sincerely i really hope that all of the dreams of your heart become your reality in this journey of life into death and i hope that after death we head up into eternity and dance our asses off i hope you have a beautiful day bye